Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Uh, 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 money, money. Yeah, yeah. Way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. Who the fuck are y'all? I swear it feels like the last few nights. We've been everywhere and back, but I just can't remember it all. What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. I'm doing me. I'm living life right now, man. And this is what I'm going to do till it's over. Yes, of course you knew that we were going to open with Drake today, a day after the Oilers signed uh, Drake Kajula to a two-year contract extension. Dustin, maybe you can look this up for me. I believe uh, tickets for the Drake show are on sale right now as well uh, at Rogers Place. So that fits into the Drake song as well. But Brennan Ulrich with you here on Oilers Now. In for Bob Stoffer once again. Today, uh, Bob is out golfing at the U of A golf tournaments. He'll be back in the big chair on Monday, but he'll join us here very shortly on the program to talk about Kajula's new contract. Uh, we'll talk about the Eskimo game last night. Wow. Did you stay up and watch that entire game? I know I did. And uh, if you did, you were rewarded in the end as the Eskimos pulled off uh, a comeback victory. They basically stole one late from Winnipeg. We'll break that one down as we move along the show today. Oilers Now, as always, is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex is a a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex is 630 Ched's copier team. On the program today, Elliot Freeman will join us at 1235. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. The River Cree 
Uh, of course, has Nazareth there August 10th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us 630-630, brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their new vehicles online. Uh, at 105, Drake Kajula will join us on the program. I taped this uh, interview prior to the show. He says a goal of his this season is to score 20 goals. Can he get there? We'll have to wait and see. 13 goals last season, so it's a realistic goal for him. Says he wants to be more consistent this season as well. We'll talk about his new deal with Bob here in a few seconds. And at 135, now that uh, the Oilers have signed Kajula, the next big uh, step for the Oilers this offseason in terms of contracts would be to, of course, sign Darnell Nurse. And the question is, do you bridge Nurse or do you sign him to a long-term deal? We'll get to some comparables uh, later on in the program. But right now, we'll bring aboard Bob Stoffer as uh, he's out golfing. Bob, how are you doing today? Looking forward to the afternoon here uh, with the uh, Golden Bear Hockey Alumni Golf. Sorry, I had you potted down there. So you're you're not on the golf course yet? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not uh, not yet on the golf course, but I will be shortly. Uh, bittersweet day yesterday with the Claire Drake uh, uh, celebration of life. Uh, you know, it was a terrific event. Uh, really, uh, really well done. I'll give the university credit. I'm the first to point out the university's faults at times, but uh, I thought they did an excellent job with that whole event and. Uh, you know, there was uh, some tremendous speakers. Dr. Bob Stenward, who, as you know, Brendan, was once on the IOC. Uh, he sort of uh, was your master of ceremonies. Tom Rennie and Ken Hitchcock and, uh, you know, Bill Moores uh, did a terrific, uh, terrific job. Uh, uh, the, the Drake family, uh, it, was, it, was, it was really well done. And there was probably about uh, somewhere between 900 and 1,200 people there. Uh, and, you know, it just it reinforces... When you're around that program, uh, it challenges you, you to become better. And it's, I don't want to go too high off on a moral plane, but uh, there was a selflessness with how uh, Claire Drake and uh, Bill Moores and the other coaches that followed uh, ran that program at an expectation level that, uh, you know, a first-year player was not less important than a fourth- or fifth-year player. Everybody contributed to, to everything that they did, be it... Uh, from you know how they uh, the work ethic and practice to the smallest details like you know loading and unloading the bus. And I know you traveled when you did play by play in junior A, and uh, I, I can tell you I did the games for the Bears for 13 years, and it wasn't an expectation for a guy like you know like for the play by play guy to to chip in and do it, but it was a recognition that you wanted to be as much like those guys as possible. Tremendous time management skills for those student-athletes, and uh, it's, it's something that Claire put together. So today is the second uh, part of that uh, with the uh, golf tournament. Uh, I feel sorry for the person that I'm going to be with because it's the first time on the course this year, but uh, <laughs> we'll try to make the most of it. Who are you with? Do you know? Yeah, I do know. I'm with Jack Michaels. Oh, okay. Uh, yep, and then uh, the, uh, the, the two of the players that are uh, graduating, uh, and they go style uh case of... Uh, uh, a couple of fellows uh, that have had uh, terrific years. Uh, Dylan Bredo is one of them. Who he's actually finished up his fourth year. Played medicine in the Western Hockey League, and Jamie Crooks, who finished up his fifth year, and uh, he played uh, out in that Chilliwack for a couple of years. Had seventy goals over two seasons. So those guys, uh, in the case of Crooks, he won 
three national titles in five years, and in the case of Rado, he won two in the last four. And my belief is with Ian Herbers there, uh, Brendan, it's going to be an absolutely dominant program uh, moving forward. It's interesting. There was a lot of talk around Serge Lajoie. His name's uh, mentioned uh, possibly in a couple different places, uh, maybe even in Edmonton, uh, but certainly Kamloops is linked to him. And uh, he, of course, uh, was the Bears' interim coach. So they've got good coaches. There's recognition that there's good coaches in that program. Uh, they're excellent teachers. And, you know, they have they have a culture of winning. And, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they share. And uh, that was reinforced yesterday in a lot of the speeches. And uh, by my count, there was eight uh, former NHL head coaches, Brandon, at the uh, event yesterday, including four former winners head coaches, Tom Rennie, who I mentioned. Uh, Craig McTavish, uh, Kevin Lowe, and Ron Lowe, and uh, they were uh, they were excellent, very personable with everybody who lives there as well. Well, we may get to a few clips uh, from that uh, ceremony yesterday uh, on Oilers Now later, but uh, I can tell you this, Bob, it's also the 6.30 Chet, uh, Santa's Anonymous 25th anniversary golf tournament yes. today, so I, it I seems like I'm the only morning. one uh, not golfing today, so a little bit jealous, but uh, it's all good. Lots yeah, to talk I, about. I haven't been. I've never made the cut for that tournament. I, so, uh, but uh, no, it's a great event. I, I heard Sid Smith this morning uh, when I was listening uh, to Six Thirty Chad driving the kids to school. So, uh, it's a, another excellent event, and uh, it's just this. Uh, this is the time of year, and people uh, people share in a lot of different ways, share their time, and uh, you know, share uh, you know, share a little bit extra dollars for some uh, solid charities. And, uh, it's all part of it. You know, it's all part of what makes Edmonton a special place. Just going to uh, put you on hold here for one second, Bob, so I can play a clip here from Drake Kajula just on what he wants to, uh, his offensive goal for next season, what he wants to get to offensively. So just let me put you on hold. We'll play this, and I'll bring you aboard to comment on that here in one second. But here is uh, Drake Kajula. We'll have the full interview at 105, but Kajula had this to say about what he wants to accomplish on the ice next season. Yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously you want to improve in, in all aspects of the game and offensively. Um, you know, I want to I want to get to that 20-goal plateau. I want to, uh, you know, if I can get over 20, obviously that's, you know, keep going from there. But, um, you know, 20 is, is what I had in mind. Last year going into the season, I was aiming for about 15 and uh, was able to get 13. And I know there were stretches throughout the season where I could have had uh, goals and I just didn't bear down on them or, or whatever it may have been. So, um, 20, 20 goals and, and, you know, 30 plus points would be, uh, you know, a goal of mine. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I think I'm capable of doing that. I just got to find ways to, you know, like I said earlier, be more consistent and, and bring it, uh, you know, more often than not. So the Oilers, of course, Bob signing Drake to a two-year contract extension yesterday. $1.5 million is uh, the average annual value, which has seemed to upset a lot of people uh, in terms of Oilers fans on Twitter, saying it's too much. But, I mean, if he can get to 20 goals next season, I think uh, he's well worth that, uh, that value. Yeah, he's, uh, he's an interesting case because he, he certainly could never complain about a lack of opportunity. Like, he has been given lots of chances course he was recruited by peter shirelli and uh todd mcclellan and um you know he got off to such a great start in preseason his rookie year and then he got hurt and he never i I don't think he's a center they played him a lot at center that year they wanted to try that out uh you know he did score 13 goals last year I, i think that he's probably a middle six forward like he's you know, probably a third-line left wing who has a chance to pop up once in a while as it stands right now. Now, if he develops some consistency in his game, and the one thing we have seen, if you take a look at his track record from when he was in junior A and then into uh, North Dakota, 
is his not he took a big step forward year three in both places and this is year three coming up for him and they need more out of him uh, he's getting an opportunity here um you know i don't know i mean what, what are we talking about a couple hundred thousand dollars in terms of you know what are the fan, fans thinking he should you know sign a deal at two years at 1.25 uh, to be honest with you i thought he was going to get 1.75 and that's the number that i have for him and benny on a two-year deal so you know they got him at two hundred fifty thousand dollars less i found it uh, pretty interesting. Uh, so he's got a real chance to do something here, but but some of his success, as you know, has been directly in correlation to when he's played with Connor McDavid, and we'll see how that goes. We'll see how long Ty Ratty, you know, if they reunite uh, Nugent Hopkins with McDavid and Ratty, how long Ty Ratty can hold off some other challengers for that. But I do think uh, that the, it's Drake's got to make it happen here during the course of this contract if he's going to become a. Uh, a consistent top nine NHL forward because I don't think he's proven to do that to this point. Well, I think ideally you'd probably want him on your third line left wing uh, with Strom most likely, Bob, but uh, we'll see uh, what uh, shakes loose this offseason in terms of some of the wingers the Oilers may bring in or who they may ship out as well. So I guess it all depends. Um, his, uh, I guess, analytical numbers weren't very good last year either. You ask anyone uh, that follows those type of things, they'll tell you his uh, points per 60 when he played with McDavid wasn't good or when he played with Drysaddle wasn't good. So consistency, I guess, is something he'll need to work on. He talked about that in the interview. But uh, I think overall he's, uh, he's a player that uh, Todd McMullen really likes, and maybe that's because he competes hard and does what he's asked. So he gets those opportunities to, to move up in the lineup uh, from time and time again. Well, they also had some other guys that didn't grab the opportunity. Like, Slepyshev can never seemingly gain any traction. Uh, Yarvey had a good stretch, I thought, when he played with uh, Jujaric Era and Ryan Strom, and then kind of tailed, well, really tailed off in the final 30 games of the year, but had a decent 20 or 25 game stretch. So, there were some other fellows that didn't go out there and go grab it. I'd say Drake Kajula has to go out there and go grab it, but he could not complain about the opportunity that the organization has given him. He's been given ample uh, opportunity to succeed here. He's got to. He's got to. I, I mean it. He's got to get some traction going here, and that's got to happen. It's it's not too pricey of a deal. I mean, the owners have got to have some forwards that are making, you know, under two million bucks that are contributing, and uh, that's going to be it, every team that's you know good in the NHL has got four or five of those guys up front. You can't pay all twelve of your forwards, you know, three to four million dollars uh, minimum. So they got to. He's got to make some hay, is what I'm saying here. Now the other guys. Uh, Brendan, I know you're you're talking about Nurse. I'm looking at Benny, I'm looking at Nurse, and I'm looking at Strom. And I do, as you know, I do this every day, where I sit there with the you know with the with the numbers and run them and try to figure where they're going to come in. And I I, I think Nurse is probably going to get a two year extension in the three million dollar range, so a three million dollar AAV on a two year bridge deal. I think Benning's going to get a two year bridge. Uh, I would think that maybe he could get the one point seven five. And then Strom, for me, he just gets qualified. So he made $3 million last year because he's over the, uh, uh, you know, the, the minimum for uh, uh, to be qualified where you get an automatic 10% raise. It'll just be straight $3 million bucks, And it's going to be, I would assume it's a one-year deal for Strom. So those are the next three pieces of business. And then, uh, obviously, the, you know, people go, well, what about the buyout phase? Well, it, it's they're not buying out Lucic. I'm going to tell you that right now. The one guy that might, I'll, I'm going to be interested to see what happens with Eric Ryba, uh, because he didn't exactly knock it out of the park in the minors last year. Um, I, yeah, and maybe he can. I mean, maybe he can help the team as a number seven, number eight defenseman. Uh, I would think Edmonton probably needs a little bit different type of defenseman than Eric Ryba as number seven. Now that depends 
uh, on Brendan if they can go out and get a uh, if there's a if there's a shift you know if they move out a lefty and bring in a righty uh, that may work in a dynamic too but uh, certainly the next three pieces for business for me Nurse Benning on defense throw them up front. Yeah, just uh, digging deeper into uh, Nurse here, Bob, because I wanted to get some uh, fans' uh, reaction to what they want to do with uh, Nurse moving forward as well at 135. You can text us 630-630. Would you bridge or would you assign Nurse to a long-term deal? You mentioned the bridge, so you're looking at Truba's deal most likely uh, on a bridge uh, for Nurse. But if you were to assign him long-term, Bob... You look at what Nashville seems to do with all their D-men, and uh, it's worked out with the likes of Yossi um, and Ellis and Eckholm when they sign those guys long-term. Uh, it seems to work out. With Nurse, I guess we don't really know exactly what he is, so that's why it's a little risky to go long-term. But if it was to be a long-term deal, would Mike Matheson's deal be maybe something you would uh, compare it to? He, of course, signed eight years, 4.8. Uh, Carolina with Pesci and Slavin, six-year deals. Pesci was at four and Slavin at 5.3. So those are a few other guys to consider here uh, as well. What do you think the number would look like on a long-term deal if the Oilers went that route with Nurse? Yeah, I, I think I, well... I'm going to, and part of that might have to do with where the cap goes, just in terms of that might be an option for a long term. Uh, I'd, you know, I'd say eight times 4.5, right? Like, here's the thing for me with Nurse. I, he had a real good first 60 games. I think he's a competitive defensive defenseman. I don't think he's the lead offensively. And the reason why I'd take the chance on the bridge with him is I don't think he's ever going to put up 45 to 50 points in a season. But he's an important guy because he plays 22-plus minutes a game. So I believe that what you're looking at here is a uh, scenario where, man, uh, Ronaldo just set, made a terrific pass to set, set up a goal opportunity for Portugal. You should probably say hard. spoiler alert on that one, Bob, because there are yeah, a lot of uh, Portuguese people watching. Not or They're working right now. They probably want to watch this later on. So Anyhow, Portugal's up. Spoiler <laughs> alert. one nothing. 20 minutes into the match. Back to Nurse. I, I, I respect... You know, the guy can skate. He works incredibly hard. I think he's going to improve, but I don't know if he's ever going to be a lead offensively. And because I'm not sure he'd ever be a lead offensively, I don't mean to put limitations on him. I'm just being pragmatic. Because of that, I'd be less worried about getting him done on a long deal, a long term deal right now. Now, if the cap goes to, I don't know, 80, what, what, what are we looking at here? 82? If it goes all the way up to eighty-two million, maybe you could sign him on an eight-year deal. Maybe four point five million makes sense in and around the same range as Clefbaum and Larson. Because to me, at this stage, with all due respect to Darnell, I still think that Clefbaum and Larson are more important defensemen for the Oilers. Bob, just before we let you go, you you hit on uh, the soccer already, so. Well, I'm assuming you woke up at 5 a.m. to watch the Uruguay game, so I don't know if uh, you stayed up past uh, midnight to watch the oh, I end of the Eskimos. I was, I, was, I was up last <laughs> night watching the Eskimo game. So, uh, you know what? No, that's Mike Riley. Like, the guy's relative to the CFL, he's a winner, right? You always got a chance to win games when he's in. And that position is, you know, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance. It's kind of like in hockey. If you don't have goaltending, you don't win. So... I, I, as long as Mike Riley's going for the Eskimos, what a goal. Uh, as long as Mike Riley's going, Diego Costa just scored an unbelievable goal for Spain. But uh, as long as Mike Riley is uh, in the game for the Eskimos, they got a chance with the balls in that guy's hand. And I know his receivers made some plays. It was exciting. But a good start for Edmonton, albeit against the backup with Winnipeg. 
nonetheless, that's been historically a tough place for the Eskimos to play. What did you say, 13-5, and five, Brendan? Is that what you went with? Yeah. Well, that, that might have been a game that they could have lost. So, you know, oh, uh, sure. they, found a way to, they found a way to get her done. And it was exciting football. It was a long football game. And kudos to Morley Scott and Dave Campbell. That was a lot of uh, fill time. I was driving around town last night trying to listen and was in and out. Uh, you know, felt bad for those. That's a tough situation to be, but they battled through it. Yeah, the secondary, of course, really banged up. They're a different uh, defense with Aaron Grimes on the field, so he, of course, had sure. to go back home for a personal matter. Hopefully he's back soon. But, yeah, they, they barely were tested in the secondary. Straveler didn't throw it deep very much. When he did, he, everyone seemed to be wide open. So hopefully they get their defense back on track. But as you talked about, Mike Riley and that offense, when they get going, they can can sure uh, finish off he's teams a easily. He's a winner. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a winner. And I think every every person listening to this show, and yes, it's another show, but I'm going to guess there's a lot of people that really you know love the Eskimos. And I mean, I grew up loving the Edmonton Eskimos. That guy is a winner. He's a he's a highly competitive guy. He's got great character. He's got leadership skills. And when the ball's in his hand, you have a chance. We're late for the news, Bob. Dustin's uh, going to kill me here if I don't uh, break. Uh, okay. Of course, when you, you go late, I can I, I know all the tricks. I can move things around and make it work, but when I go late, If you, uh, it's if a you don't different. know the tricks by now, we're in trouble. <laughs> exactly. I'll okay, Bob, have some fun today out there on the course. Alright, thanks. Bye-bye. That's uh, the regular host of this program, Bob Stoffer, joining us uh, ahead of uh, the U of A golf tournament uh, as part of the Claire Drake celebration. Alright, Dustin, take us to break. We'll be back after the news on Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca.